Welcome to the Mid Podcast, where we talk about random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. You can find us on Twitter and YouTube at the Mid Podcast. Be sure to hit the like and subscribe button and leave us a comment. You can also listen to the podcast wherever you stream your podcast, Apple, Google, and Spotify. And please leave us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. If you want to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash the mid podcast and pick you a tier that fits you. On the Patreon, you can hear exclusive content and special reactions to wrestling. Also, if you want to rep the show, you can check out our merchandise. You can find that at, at the-mid-podcast.creator-spring.com and get you a t-shirt, a hoodie, a long sleeve shirt, mugs, tumblers. We got it. I am just one of your hosts, Catherine, here with my handsome co-host, Brendan. Hello. And what are we discussing today, Brendan? Ezra Miller getting fired. What else are we discussing today, Brendan? Um, the Young Bucks FTR match. No, this is not Saturday. Fuck. Um, um, this trashy new show on Disney Plus called Moon Knight. It's not trashy. It's a great show. So, Brendan, are you ready to get mid with some Moon Knight? Let's go. But so first, what is, hold on. What is your thought on uh the the Flash situation? Fuck Ezra Miller. I've always hated this dude, and I'm so fucking happy. Okay, <laughs> I think you used the word "fuck" like four times in that one sentence. The emotion. That I'm seeing, I'm like the only person who's, or one of the only few people that's excited to see this bitch gone, because he sucks as the Flash. Grant Gustin is so much better, I don't get why they just didn't get him in the first place. But, I am happy. It sounds that way. Fuck Ezra Miller. I was like, you're kind of over the moon about this information. I don't like Ezra Miller. He's a bitch. He's a shitty actor. I think you have told us that several times. Well, you'll hear as many times as I want you guys to hear it. Anyways. I guess I shouldn't buy you an Ezra Miller shirt. Mm. Unless you want me to use it for toilet paper. I don't care what you use it for. Use it for a cum rag. Oh, shit. <laughs> when you're watching Mickey Mouse and you need to wipe your hands. Nope. <laughs> yep, yep. Anyways, Moon Knight, episode two. So, have you heard that I... Oscar Isaacs has only signed on for one season of Moon Knight. Hopefully, he resigns. I love you Oscar Isaac. Did you a season two? I love Oscar Isaac. He's pretty damn good. You're right. He's pretty. Pretty to look at. <laughs> Anywho, I think it's time we get into the episode. Because if I'm not mistaken, you have a lot of notes. I have eight pages of notes on why I think it's trash. You don't think it's trash. Does a a bear shit in the woods? No. Well, then where does a bear shit if he don't shit in the woods? Anywhere he wants. Bears are mostly in the woods dipshit. Not bears in the zoo. Then they shit in the zoo. <laughs> Anyways. I just can't with you. <laughs> you know you love my comedy. I do. 
You know I'm funnier than Amy Schumer. Oh, that's not hard to do. Did you see the new sign your Nana got me? Uh, yeah. I in the Discord about stupid people. I'm going to put it on, on the door in the bedroom where you uh, hang out at when you come visit me. Yeah, speaking of Nana, she sent me a picture of a pickle and bacon pizza. <laughs> I think this conversation should be on random shit Monday. <laughs> we'll save that for Monday. But yeah, we'll get more into it on Monday. Okay, we'll get, so stay we'll get tuned. More. Post-credit scene. <laughs> So, Moon Knight. Pickle bacon pizza. Moon Knight. Might be good. No. So, let's get on for what we were actually talking about. Moon Knight. So, your overall thoughts? 10 of 10 episode. This episode was amazing. (laughs) We watched the same episode because I thought it was like a negative 10. It was amazing. This episode was good. It was great. It was fantastic. Was it better than the Young Bucks FTR wrestling match last night? No. (laughs) No. Nothing beats that. What do you think of it? It's alright. It was a good episode. It depends on what your definition of good is. The word good is subjective. I thought it was a, like most things in life are subjective. Thought it was a good pacing episode. Oh my god, I sprayed that stuff up my nose and now I can fucking breathe. I'm so happy. I should have done it earlier. Yes. The pacing The pacing of this episode was good. Uh, got to see Oscar Isaac say fuck in the MCU. Not sure if you caught that, but I did. Um, yeah. I don't know. But this episode was just amazing. The title of episode two was Summon the suit. So by the title, you knew what you were getting. Mm, yeah, the Moon Knight suit. And not the free bandage mummy looking one. Yeah, they could have talked about that one. Could have been that one. No, because we've already seen that one. We've seen like that one at the end seconds. of episode one. That doesn't count. We saw it for two seconds. But let's break down the episode because I know you have notes. So let's talk about this. Me? Notes? I do not have notes. You always have notes. Yeah. When you have when you have Catherine brain, sometimes you gotta take notes because I have so much stuff going on in my brain. You have notes on top of notes. Sometimes I do. I mean, I am the chick that has a planner and then have a backup planner and have a backup backup planner. It's Moon Knight time. So, we get a recap for episode one. Yes. In case you forgot. And we start off, and we're not sure if our character is dreaming. Then we see that he tries to get up from the bed, but he is shackled to the bed. There are several men that can shackle me to their bed. Just saying. And one of them happened to look mighty fine last night while busting through security. Anyway. Anyways. What was that? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Oh, you wait till Saturday. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, you're in for it. 
So then we see Steven go into the mirror and looks at the mirror and he sees his reflection and asks, are you there? Talking then he Mark. replies, trying to summon his alter ego, Mark. And he replies, I don't think so. So now we notice that he just can't summon him on wheel. Yeah. So then we see Steven on his way to the museum. Did you notice something about this particular scene? No. It was filmed upside down. Oh. Do not catch that. No. Yeah. Then we get into the museum and see where the museum is being marked off, like with police tape, but it's not actually police tape because in episode one, shit went down in the museum. You bet it did. Then our character Steven thinks that the camera is going to show the creature chasing him. But what does it do? Just shows him. It just shows him. Then we see the security guard. And the security guard goes, you messed up the loo. Lou is bathroom in like European language. Mostly United Kingdom. They call it the Lou. They call it a lot, a lot of stuff. Also, the security guard called him a donut. What an insult. I am going to start going around and people that annoy me. I'm going to start calling them a donut. Nice. Hey, you donut. Do not. Call your dad a donut. Donut. Then Stephen proceeds to say that an Egyptian jackal was chasing him. But he's the only one who's seen it. Because nobody else evidently can see this right now. Then our next scene, we see him sitting in an office. Not sure if it's like the museum office, police station. I think it's the museum office. And they proceed to say that the museum is not pressing charges. That's good. Um, the guy that he was that was talking to Stephen proceeds to say. That he's talked to his colleagues and thinks doctors could help. Doctors aren't helping you, bud. So evidently, his colleagues think that he may be having some mental issues that he needs to deal with. Well, he is having mental issues. Then the guy proceeds to ask if he has any museum property on him. And he replies with, I haven't nicked anything. Nicked is another word for stealing. Yeah, the British language is weird. But I like the British language because they call people twits. And cunts. It, it, a twit is someone who is stupid. So I can go around calling people instead of twat waffles, I call them twit waffles, and they're stupid waffles. Oh, yeah. And he proceeds to take his name tag off and lays it on the desk. This is kind of sad. Homeboy just lost his job. For something geek can't control because there's an Egyptian god controlling him. Then we see Steven talking to what I call the golden guy. I forgot the actual name. I like the golden guy. Oh, the uh, 
human statue thingy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that dude. Then we see him walking around trying to find this storage unit for the key he found when he found the phone. And the guy at the storage unit tells him, yeah, it's number 43. He doesn't forget a face. And they proceed to start walking down this long hallway. And as they walk, the lights come on, go off, come on, go off. Like they're motion censored. I get that. But can I ask you a question? Hmm. Why in every movie, when you have a long hallway, the lights fucking do this as you walk down it? Suspense. The same shit happened in Morbius. I don't know. I still haven't watched it. If I'm not mistaken, the same shit happened in Batman. And I've seen Batman three times. I think what happened to the Batman was bullets were flying off the bat suit while he was walking. Anyway, I was just asking. So then we go to the storage unit, put the key in, they unlock it. He opens it up and we see a cot, a black bag. He opens the bag and in the bag he finds a gun, money, and a passport with the name Mark Spector. Uh Uh-oh. Stuff's about to pick up. And then we see the golden scarf starts flying. He proceeds to say, you look like some kind of compass, but you're not pointing north. That's interesting. Now, when the golden scarab thing started flying, you know what I thought about? The uh, Quidditch ball from... um... Yes, and I cannot think of the fucking name of it. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I'm looking it up. Why don't you do that? Because I think this dude for the Cubs just hit a home run. Yay! Harry Potter. I don't know how to spell Quidditch. There we go. Oh, Cubs are up three to one. Go, Cubbies. The Golden Snitch. Yes. It reminded me of that. He just needed a broom to fly on to catch it. (laughs) then we proceed to get our alter ego and he proceeds to say we're here you need to listen to me very carefully then Stephen goes here he is and waving and goes, hello, man in the mirror. I didn't know Michael Jackson would be making an appearance in Moon Knight. Surprisingly. It's one of those cameos. One of those cameos like Brad Pitt in uh, Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Then we proceed, Mark says he knows Stephen is scared. Stephen replies, you think? He's scared, confused, just to name a few. I mean, I would be too if some alter ego started talking to me when I looked in the mirror. (laughs) And then Mark proceeds to tell Stephen that he wasn't supposed to see any of this. Stephen goes, am I a mad secret agent? Yes and no. He ain't no secret agent, because he ain't no James Bond, 007. Half of him is, technically? Maybe. 
I don't know. Guess we'll find out. But he is not no James Bond. Then we see Mark tells him that he's in danger and that he doesn't need him interfering with what Mark has left to do, which I guess we'll learn more of. Stephen replies, I don't care how bloody handsome you are. I mean, and tells him to go lay down on a cot. He needs to take a nap. I'm just saying, if some handsome dude tells me to go lay down on a cot, I'm going to lay down on the cot. Do what you gotta do. Yes, I am. Then we see where Steven starts asking questions like, what are you? And then Mark replies, are you sure you want to know? My answer? Hell no. Mm, I would. The less I know, the better off I am. If I had a second personality inside me, I would want to know what that person does when they're in control of my body. Mark proceeds to tell him that he serves Kanchu and that he's his avatar. I didn't know he was blue. I was going to say the last airbender, but that works too. You used to watch the, the cartoons. So this means Steven is sort of, kind of, also Conchu's avatar? Yeah. Then Mark proceeds to tell him that he protects the, the vulnerable and delivers Conchu's justice to those who hurt them and that he's the Egyptian god of the moon. <laughs> I don't know. If I had an Egyptian god giving me superpowers, I wouldn't be too mad about it. Oh, I wouldn't either because I'd be using my superpowers to go get some hot men. You would be a villain. I am glad that's what you think of me, son. It's not a bad thing, I'm just saying. You would probably be a bad guy. You'd be an anti-hero. How about that? Mm-hmm. Wow. See if I buy you anything for your damn birthday. All I'm saying is there are f- there's some people that you wouldn't mind kicking their asses. Well, that's true. So, therefore, you would be an anti-hero. You'd be like the Punisher. A badass, but an evil good guy badass. Okay, you're redeeming yourself somewhat. You do stuff... You do the wrong stuff for the right reasons. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. You're kind of working your way back to those uh, wrestling <laughs> figures you want. <laughs> so then, then we proceed to see, to hear Steven blaming the steak for him going bonkers. He takes one piece of steak and now he's bonkers. <laughs> Mark proceeds to tell him, give me the body and let me finish this and you will not hear from me again. Then we see Steven looking at the gun. Now, at this point, I was thinking he was going to pick the gun up and shoot it at the mirror and try to think he was shooting Mark. I thought he was going to try and shoot himself. That would have been something. And Steven goes, you want my body? And he says yes. I mean, what girl does not want that body? <laughs> Especially at the end. Woo! God damn. We'll get there. So then we see Stephen takes this black bag and says he's going to the authorities. And he comes out of the storage unit. And he's being chased by what I put down, the flowy creature. Conchu. 
I couldn't think of his name, so I called him the flowy creature. <laughs> I have to say during this scene, as Oscar Isaacs was running down the hallway, his facial expressions were on point. Like, you knew exactly what he was feeling. It's like, this dude's about to shit himself. And what he was thinking, like, oh shit, something's after me. I'm probably going to piss and shit my pants. I'm going to fucking die in the goddamn storage unit. What the fuck? What has my life come to? Be chased by a flowy creature. <laughs> so we see Khonshu. And he says, give it back, you fool. So evidently, Kanshu is not very happy of this body. Yeah, and I don't think Mark Kanshu, has possessed. I don't think Kanshu is a big fan of Steven that much. And then we see Steven falling down on the street. Hear a bike, see the bike pull up. And this is our first glimpse of Layla, whom he called on the cell phone he found. Layla Hirsch? No, she injured. <laughs> um, then Layla begins to talk about the suit and all kinds of things. And she proceeds to call him a Victorian duchess. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. I just love being called a Victoria duchess. That's almost start calling you a Victorian duchess. Please don't. Yep. That's your new name. Why? Because I said so and I'm the mom. <laughs> well, that's a good reason, I guess. And then Stephen proceeds to say, confused is an understatement. Yeah, Stephen's a bit confused about a lot of stuff right now. And then we see Layla follows Stephen into his apartment and she's looking at the fish. And we see Mark's reflection on the fish tank and tells Stephen she shouldn't be here to get her out of here. You're way out of your depth, you think? Yeah. This sentence, you're way out of your depth. I've heard this in another movie, and I cannot think of the movie. And it was like a really good movie that I like. Um, and it's been bugging me. Who's in it? I can't even remember. All I remember the line was saying, you're way out of your depth, kid. Uh, is it a Marvel movie? It might be. I'm not sure. But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> we'll come back later. Then she proceeds to ask him, this is your flat mark. And he replies, I'm Steven. Then we see Layla hand him some papers or a paper. And to find, to come to find out, it's divorce papers. So this is Mark's wife, Layla. So, and then Steve, yeah. Technically, wouldn't that be Stephen's wife as well, since they share the same body? Oh, that's a good question. Just throwing it out there. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe we need our listeners to give us some feedback on that. Yeah. Maybe throw that out on the Twitter. I don't know. It's a good question. Get some feedback and then we can discuss it next week. Yep. So then Stephen proceeds to say that he wouldn't divorce her. She seems lovely. And that Mark is a right twit. Is that like a right and left Twix bar? 
Yes. Then we hear Mark call Stephen's name as he's trying to explain things to Layla. And Mark is proceeding to tell Stephen that he is making a mistake. And Stephen is still trying to explain things and he shows her the black bag and says there is all sorts and it cuts out. Then we hear Mark telling Stephen to stop what you're doing right now. And he tells him, do not show her what's in the bag. It's going to get her killed. She finds the scarab. She's a little pissed because evidently that's what she and Mark were looking for was my understanding from that scene. Yeah. Then we hear a knock on the door. Um, you think it's the police, right? I put in my nose, not real police. No, they end up not being real police. And then we see Layla outside. And the police are looking through the bag, finds a fake, a fake passport, calls him a thief. And puts him in a car, and he thinks he's going to the police station. Instead, he ends up in the little part of the city that Arthur is in. And they take him to Arthur. Yeah. Did you get the vibe that they worked for him when they first showed up at his door? In a way. So then we see Arthur have an encounter with Steven and says, no wonder your scales don't balance. All those voices inside your head. And as soon as he said that, you know what I thought of? What? Randy Orton's theme song. Yeah. I could see it. Voices in their head. And it probably didn't help that I watched the WWE special evil and it was on Randy Orton the night before. Oh, God. And then author proceeds to name the voices inside his head. And he goes, Stephen Grant, Mark Spector, Hanchu. Then he says, do you think Hanchu chose you as his avatar because your mind would be so easy to break? Or because it was broken already? Well, it depends what he means by broken. Because that can mean a lot of things. Well, I guess it's kind of like the Jedi perspective. Do you know how like Jedi can like mind control? Yeah. But they can only do it to the weak-minded. So, like, a Jedi couldn't make Yoda do something because Yoda has a strong mind. <laughs> Steven replies, not broken, just needs some help, maybe. Well, at least he realizes he's got a problem and that he yeah. needs some help. That's the first step of getting help is admitting you have a problem. That is true. So author says, that's why I'm here. I ain't buying that shit. Yeah, no. Arthur's kind of a douchebag. Kind of? He's like a cool douchebag, though. I don't know. Then he proceeds to ask if you see him and what is he telling you? Then we see Konshu telling Stephen slash Mark to kill him. And Hera, um, Arthur says that's a privilege he doesn't have. And then he proceeds to tell him he's telling you to kill me. I mean, he got like some Jedi shit going on right here. Yeah, homie has like the force or some shit. 
Man. Can you hear my Discord notifications? Yes. What the hell? Hopefully they're not being picked up on. I turned this off though. Anyways. Then we, then we see Arthur explaining the city as he and Steven are walking through the city. And they run into some girl playing soccer who speaks Mandarin. Now that's a language I'd like to learn. Yeah, Mandarin seems fun. Then we see Kanchu sitting on a rooftop, which is like a great scene. Like giving me Halloween vibes. I can see that. Then Arthur proceeds to tell Stephen that Kanchu takes those with high moral conscience. Well, he wouldn't take me because I ain't got high moral conscience. <laughs> and then we hear Conchu say, You have no conscience. Yeah. Then Arthur proceeds to tell Stephen, You don't have to listen to him. He throws tantrums like a two year old. None of the gods respect him. Maybe that is why he was banished. We need the Conchu background story now. Yes, but. When he was saying this stuff, I feel as he was saying this stuff to try to confuse Steven and make it sound like Kanchu is the bad guy and he be the good guy because I haven't figured out which one of these are the bad guys yet. Well, doesn't every villain try to make the good guy sound like the bad guy? Yes, but from things I've read, Kanchu is supposed to be the bad guy. But I'm not getting bad guy vibes from him. Like, I'm kind of rooting for him. Not yet. But he's like a douchebag of a good guy. So he's like me. He's kind of a dickhead. Like me. (laughs) Oh, do you notice there was a Daredevil reference in this? I did not. Yeah, when they saw the goat. Uh, I did not. Like I said, it took me three hours to watch a 45-minute episode. I watched it this morning. It was amazing. Again. Because I kept getting interrupted. Anywho. So so here, we see Kanshu telling him that he only punishes those who have already done harm, that he is real justice. First of all, Nobody is justice except whatever your deity is in whatever religion you have. I'm justice. No, that's vengeance. Vengeance is a type of justice if you look at it that way. That is true. That is true. So then we see author... I put, seems to know what Khonshu always is saying to Steven slash Mark. I don't know. Because I guess when Khonshu's talking to Steven, he has to talk to him like a two-year-old. And then when he's talking to Mark, he's like, you need to do this shit. ASAP. Or you're fucked. Then we learned that Arthur was his former avatar, or so Arthur said. Do not know if this is true or if he's just pulling Stephen's nut to try to get some cum out. I don't think he was the former avatar, but I think he knows something that we don't know yet. You just totally overlooked my theory. What? Of what I said about Arthur being his former avatar. You, you just said he was his former avatar. Mm-hmm. So and that it... I wasn't sure if he was pulling his nut just to get calm out or if this is true. Oh. But anyways, 
um our the god that Arthur has a man yeah maybe we can't see them in physical form yet but Arthur can hear them talk and that's what the god is saying to him just a thought just a thought Then Arthur tells Stephen that Conchu punishes those who have already walked an evil path. His retribution comes too late. Ahmet knows this too well. She, she tears evil up from the root, casting judgment before any evil is done. I put in the side notes here, both sound like they're crazy. Yeah. They are a bit. There's some screws loose. They are like, um, one hoe short in the shed. One stripper short of the club. Yep. Stephen proceeds to tell Arthur. You trust the judgment of a weird crocodile lady? (laughs) (coughs) Crocodilian? What's the female? I feel like there's a female version of crocodile. Yeah, it's called a crocodile. No, I think they have a certain name. I think. I don't know. Probably not. So then we go back to discussing the scarab, which is what Arthur is after. Then we see people in the dining hall begin to close in on Steve. Stephen says he doesn't have it. Arthur says, says, Mark. Stephen sees Mark's reflection in the bowl. And Mark tells him, do not give up Layla. Do you think he would give her up anyway, even if, you know, he wasn't kind of losing his screws because he's got another person in his head? Maybe. So then Arthur asked to speak with Mark. And this is where I put shit's about to get real. Yeah. Then Stephen asks Arthur a very good question. He says, a thought can't be evil. He proceeds to go on and says, I think about killing my boss all the time, but I wouldn't actually do it. Arthur looks a little confused as Stephen's asking these questions. Then Stephen goes, like a child, would she kill, would she kill talking about a met, a child, based on something they may do 30 years later. Yeah. Because in that case, somebody could have gone to the 1800s and kind of stopped Adolf Hitler from being born. Just saying. Joseph Stalin, Leopold. I mean, I could go on with crazy rulers back in history that, you know, could have been stopped beforehand. If that was the case, why did they do nothing? Yeah. Then Arthur says, the cure is a little taste of disease. In my notes, I put, oh shit, there was something in that soup. AIDS? Well, I thought maybe he had put some kind of like poison in the soup because you can poison somebody and not kill them because you, depending on the dosage you put in there and how much, you could just make them a little sick or you can kill them depending on how much poison you put in said food. Good point, good point. 
And I will not disclose how I know that information. How do you know this information? History. Mm-hmm. Then Stephen proceeds to look around and says, you all into that, like, killing children? I kind of draw a line at child murder. I agree with Steven. Killing I thought this line was kind of funny because, like, like, I don't find Steven funny. I, I kind of find him annoying. He's but a dunce. Reason, yeah, he's a dunce. But for some reason, this line was funny. <laughs> then we see the cane. And author explains that the cane is Ahmed's gift to her first avatar. And then we see the cane begins to glow with like purple lighting. I'm getting Infinity Stone vibe right here. Multiverse vibe. Yeah. And proceeds to say that it contains a little bit of her power. And Arthur threatens Stephen by saying he does not want to use it. Use what? The cane or the power? Why not both? Because you can knock him upside the head with the cane. Knock his ass out. Wham! Then we see Arthur ask Stephen where the scarab is, and we hear Layla say, I have it. Then Layla proceeds to tell Stephen to summon the suit. He thinks she said soup with a P. <laughs> How are you going to summon soup? Sesame heard soup. soup. Heard of cooking soup? I've heard of spooning soup. Spooning soup is when you put it in the bowl. Is cereal a soup? If I could figure out how to summon soup, then I would never have to get up to make food. I could just summon food. That's why you get a butler. Okay, well, I'm not rich and cannot afford a butler, so my butler is me. Or me when I'm there. Well, that's only because you're walking in the kitchen. Why would I get up if you're going in there in the first place? <laughs> right? Yeah. Then we see Arthur thrust the cane. I mean, I know some canes I wouldn't mind thrusting in me. MJF Wardlow. Oh, you go eat some cake. Did I say that out loud? Yes, you did. Onto the floor. And cracks appear with purple coloring. Getting multiverse of madness here? Are we summoning Doctor Strange? <laughs> then we see Layla beating the crap out of some thug. And we learn that when Arthur thrust his cane, mm, thrusting canes can be a good thing. <laughs> um, when we see Arthur thrust the cane into the floor, he is summoning the jackal. Yeah. And Steven slash Marker is the only one that can see the jack. Then we see Steven go through the window. And we hear Conchu say, summon the suit. Steven yells, suit. And we finally get the suit. A badass suit. Like, I want an all-white suit now. Then we see him looking in a mirror and Mark goes, what are we wearing? Steven replies, I don't know. She said I needed a suit. Mark <laughs> replies, yeah, ceremonial armor from Conchu's temple, not psycho Colonel Sanders. <laughs> What's wrong with Colonel Sanders? I mean, I guess nothing if you end a chicken. I mean, Popeye's is better, but, like... I mean, don't most men choke their chicken?
Ah! Anyways. You know that was funny as hell. <laughs> Anyways. Stephen replies, I don't know how any of this shit works. I do look sharp, though. And this is where they should have played sharp dress man. <laughs> And then he begins to look for the scarabs and he pulls out these pole thingies. I mean, I like poles attached to hot men. So I'm guessing they're like some kind of, uh, uh, what is, what are they called, Brendan? Kendo sticks. Not nunchucks. Yes. The, I was like, not nunchucks because they're hooked together. Like when he pulled out those sticks, I was getting like Ninja Turtle vibes. Power Rangers would beat the fuck out of the Ninja Turtles. That's a debate for another day. Then we proceed to see Steven getting the shit beat out of him by the Jackal, but you can't see the Jackal. It's just like him fighting in the air. So. Which I thought was a really cool effect. So. I think, well, it's not a thing, it's a fact now. That only right now there's two people that we know can see the jackal being Mark and Steven and Arthur. So I wonder if everybody else had an Egyptian god in the back of their head if they would see it too. Which I would assume so. Good question. Uh, lost my okay here I am then we see Layla getting involved and we see Mark telling Steve give me control then we see Steven kind of takes a swing at the jackal and does a pretty good job and says you are in my yard now <laughs> tell me when the big dog Roman Reigns showed up I didn't know I was watching a shitty wrestling company. Anyways. I didn't either. Then we see two old women standing on the street and they proceed to say that he's probably drunk. Because, <laughs> I mean, all they see is some dude in a white suit dancing around looking like a fool. Yeah, I think he had, like, one too many drinks. He's on that good stuff. He had some of that good, good stuff. He's on what Tony Khan takes when he's booking a wrestling event. I had a dream about him last night. Mm. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> so then we see Stephen, tell, uh, Stephen let Smart take control. And then we get the bandage suit, as I call it. And he grabs the little moons off his chest, the little symbols, and is ready to kick ass, is what I put. Kick ass he does. And then we get Moon Knight jumping from building to building, and then we get to see him jump from one building to the other with the crescent moon in the sky, as we've seen in the trailer. Thought it was kind of badass. It was a badass scene. Then he proceeds to take the jackal and drive him into a pointy thing on a building. And I put in my notes, giving me medieval head on stake vibes. Because, you know, like during medieval times when you would behead people, you would take their heads and put them on stakes and put them throughout the city so people would know what they did. So said people would not do it. Also... Vladimir Dracula was very good at doing this when he was in war. He would chop off the heads of the soldiers and put them on stakes throughout the forest or throughout the area where people were fighting to try to get you, if you were on the opposite side, to like, I ain't fighting this dude, he crazy. Then 
Yeah, I don't want to fight a crazy which fucker. Is why, which is why Vladimir Dracula got the nickname Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, Dracula was kind of a bitch, though. It was kind of a douchebag. He's another one of my favorite people to study in history. I like all the <laughs> crazy people to study. Because they're the most interesting. That's true. Like, Hitler, a terrible fucking person. Kind of interesting to learn about. Yes. Like, what made his brain tick to think what he was doing would be beneficial? Like, dude, come on. But anyway, we don't want to get into that because we don't want to get taken off. No. So then we perceive that the jackal dusts Gets dusted. Didn't know Thanos was up in this movie neither. Oh, wait. Hold on. And then we see the Crescent Moon thingy fall and Mark catches it. Are you going to stamp the jackal? There. I tried. Then we proceed to see him search for the scarab and he's lost it. And some guy finds it in the street. We see Arthur walks up to the guy and says, it belongs to me, and I can offer you food, clothing, and the guy dies. Yeah. Arthur's a bitch for that one. So I'm thinking Arthur really can control who who dies and who don't die. Yeah. I mean, that's so just basically, my he's Thanos, but yeah. can't choose who dies. And then we see Layla on her scooter and sees this. Then we go back to Mark, Stephen, Stephen, Mark, however you want to say it. And Stephen is now in the reflection and asks, this is what it feels like on the inside. I mean, I got some insides if you want to come feel them. And then we see Steven trying to take back control of the body, but he can't. Mark says, sorry, we've always managed to keep a wall between us, but something has changed. The one who controls the body has become stronger. So, wonder what that means. Yeah, so what do you think that means? What do you think it means? I think Mark has become stronger and now he controls the body. Because Steven was a weak pussy. Steven was a nice guy. I'm not saying he wasn't a nice guy. I'm just saying he's a weak pussy. And Your then- Uncle Red is a nice guy. Weak pussy. <laughs> but yeah. There's so lots Mark, of nice guys that are weak pussies, and there's a lot of nice guys that are not weak pussies. So, now, since Mark's in control, I wonder if they're going to do something like, oh, well, Steven needs to be, be in the body for this certain thing, but after that, Mark's going to re-get the body and kick ass. Like, they kind of switch in and out. Yeah. I don't know. Good question. We will see. So then we see Mark explaining some more stuff and tells Stephen that Conchu wants Layla as his avatar and that he is protecting her. So now I want to know Conchu is after Layla. Bargain. Then we see Mark Mark kicks the glass and shatters it. And I put in my notes. (laughs) I put in my notes. Is this his way of keeping Steven in the background? Mark 100% said, shut the fuck up. Then we hear bells and see wind. Anytime you hear bells and see wind, 
bad shit is getting ready to happen. This and time? we see Kanchu on top of a building and says, you swore he would not interfere. So Kanchu's pissed at Mark. So I wonder how long Mark slash Steven has been like this now. Good question. Mark says, I know I handled it. Then Khonshu is blackmailing Mark so Khonshu won't take Layla as his next avatar. So he keeps holding that over Mark's head to get Mark to continue to do shit for him. Khonshu's kind of seeming like the bad guy now. Yeah. Where earlier, I wasn't sure who the bad guy was. I don't know. Interesting. Then Mark asks, where are we going? And Kanshu replies, where the hell do you think? Egypt. My bedroom? Chicka chicka bow wow. We're going to Egypt. Then we see a shirtless Oscar Isaac. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You see Oscar Isaac in his boxers. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Give it to me all night long. Daddy Oscar Isaac. Give it to me all day and three times on Wednesday. (laughs) So then we see, I'm guessing this is a hotel room or something. And we see curtains blowing in the wind. And we see Stephen slash Mark or should we say Mark slash Steven now, go open the curtain. And I put in my notes, why didn't you move a little more to the right where the curtain was already open? Because cinema. I put dramatic effect, I guess. (laughs) Then he opens the curtains, and we see one of the seven wonders of the world. The Egyptian pyramids. Which were built by aliens. No, they were built by slaves. Built by aliens. They were built by slaves, bitch. Built by aliens. But anyways. Do I need to go pull out my history facts? Oh, that might be a good segment. History facts with Catherine. Put it in the Discord. So. And then our episode ends. That was a good episode. That was a great episode. So in my notes, I put, can't figure out who is the bad guy, author or Khonshu. Kind of leaning toward Khonshu right now. The visual effects are fucking bad. Like, I don't mean like bad, bad, but like bad as in good. Like, I am down for these visual effects. And are you ready for my mic drop moment? What? Of the episode. What? This episode was trashier than the first. You're kidding. I am. I like this episode much better than the first. Out of all... Of the MCU shows that we have so far, this is probably my favorite episode out of any of them. Now, MCU shows, you're talking about just the ones on Disney Plus, like WandaVision, Falcon, What If. This doesn't include Daredevil and all that stuff. Just the 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 shows we know are in the MCU. Even though there's some things in Daredevil that makes me wonder. Like, there's the attack on New York City in 2012. There's the incident in Harlem with the green monster dude. So just throwing it out there. But, yeah, I think this is up there with the Loki. right? WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, Hawkeye, and What If, and Moon Knight. We're the only ones we've seen so far. So far. Yes. Okay. 
And so right now you're saying Moon Knight is better than all of the others. Well, no, I'm just saying based on the first two episodes you've seen. Based on the first two episodes, yes, Moon Knight is what? Oh fuck yeah! What? So you know, I I have a friend that sells paparazzi jewelry. Yeah. They just came out with a necklace that says Chaos Coordinator. Cool. Anyways. I am so having to get that. That's kind of ugly. I don't think there's anything else to add. Do you have anything else to add? Besides, this was the best episode so far. See, y'all thought I was going to try the episode. I fooled y'all again. You're going to do this every week. No. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> now I'm excited for episode three. To see what's going to play out in Egypt. Yeah, Egypt's going to be fun. So, close us out, mother. So, if you have not seen Moon Knight, I suggest you go see it. It is on Disney+. Plus. It is really good. Don't tell nobody I said that. And we'll be back on Saturday with our AEW review. Cannot wait for that. AEW was awesome. And we have our special on Patreon going up tomorrow. Where we review Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah, I did too. So I'm going to be watching some Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah, I have to watch Revenge of the Sith tonight now or tomorrow when I wake up. Yeah. Thanks so for reminding me. So we can drop that tomorrow. Evening. Thanks for reminding me. So if you want to hear our take on Revenge of the Sith, go on over to Patreon slash The Mid Podcast. And get you a tier where you can hear our thoughts and review of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. So as we say on the mid-podcast, because you're mid and you know it, we are mid out. Goodbye, people of the interwebs.